How to Keep Your Team Motivated, Long Term By Edward Iftady In Medium.com 6 Steps to Better Understand the Needs of the People You Lead Perks, Bonus Structures, and a Beautiful Office Full of Beanbag Chairs Aren't Enough to Keep a Team Motivated, Long Term Understanding why employees give negative feedback on corporate questionnaires and great place to work surveys starts by understanding what your organization is failing to provide employees. In this article, what can your organization do for employees to help them move forward confidently in their careers? What triggers positive feelings like excitement and fulfillment in the workplace? How can you encourage your people to consistently think in a more positive way? Six steps to better understand the needs of the people you lead. Why we do what we do. If you lead people, it quickly becomes clear leadership is much more about helping others stay on track, plan, dream, and achieve success than it is about having all the answers. Everyone knows great salespeople are good listeners and are good at deeply understanding the needs and motivations of the customers they talk to. Leadership is no different. If you want to become the kind of leader people talk about, the first step is to be empathetic and organized enough to listen. We need to take the time to learn about the hopes fears, and dreams of the people we are leading if we want any hope of inspiring them. So, where should we start? According to Tony Robbins' TED Talk, Why We Do What We Do, the answer to lasting fulfillment in work and in life culminates when you are fulfilling what Tony calls the needs of the spirit. Tony thinks we have two spiritual needs. Achieving growth and contributing beyond ourselves. Being able to consistently grow both professionally and personally while at the same time having the opportunity to contribute beyond ourselves are the keys to more consistently feeling fulfillment and satisfaction in our work and in our lives. Of course, these needs will be different for every person. To define spiritual needs, Tony suggests you start by answering the question, why do you do what you do? When Tony interviews people, he's most interested in understanding the motivation for their actions. If you can't answer why you're doing the job you're doing, why you have the relationships you have, why you're trying to change your job role, then sooner or later you are going to have serious problems maintaining motivation. Without first answering why, you face the very real risk of either floating through life aimlessly or endlessly chasing short-term goals that ultimately don't bring lasting satisfaction. What can your organization do for employees? Start by helping your people find their why. If an employee is feeling very disengaged from their work, they may not be able to answer this question right away. If someone is not already contributing and growing in a way that makes them happy, defining why might seem like putting the cart before the horse. Nevertheless, I strongly believe defining your why, as specifically as possible, is an important milestone in achieving both engagement at work and a sense of fulfillment in life in general. Where should someone start when trying to discover their why? I suggest by asking, why did you choose to take this action, accept this job, pursue this career? Ask your colleague, if they had a personal mission statement, what would it be? The purpose of this exercise is to start opening the possibility of pursuing meaningful personal and professional goals, milestones, achievements, and success. Also, consider personal needs. Although being motivated and defining a purpose for yourself is critical when trying to build a feeling of fulfillment, we must also consider what Tony calls needs of the self. Needs of the self. Consistency. Variety. Significance. Friendship and love. It's easy to get frustrated with demotivated team members. However, we have to consider there are many factors that may contribute to poor work performance. I'm not suggesting you pry into the personal life of staff, 
but I am suggesting to consider how your actions as a leader might be helping, or hurting the needs of your team members. Let's take a look at how fulfilling Tony's needs of the self and needs of the spirit work together to help build fulfillment and satisfaction. Examples of filling need gaps. Needs of the self. Consistency, for example, if your bills and rent aren't covered every month, forget everything else. Figure out a way to get your financial needs in order so you can achieve a level of consistency in your life you can trust, month in and month out. I don't necessarily mean making a whole bunch more money. I mean, figure out a way to get steady pay of any kind and live within your means so you aren't waking up in the middle of the night in a panic. Variety. Once the basic financial problems are covered you might start feeling like your life is becoming a bit boring. A little like Groundhog Day, wake up, go to work, eat dinner in front of the TV, go to sleep, why are you feeling like that? Maybe it's time to shake things up a little. Start something new. Eat someplace new. Go someplace new. Meet someone new. Why shake things up in your life? Stimulation will start bringing new ideas new people and new goals into your life. Significance, do you feel significant? If no one is listening to you at home or at work, start working on your influencing skills to encourage people to see you in a different way. Start thinking about small changes you can make right away. Maybe you need to act or talk a little more positive at work and at home. Maybe you need to start setting boundaries and occasionally say no to your co-workers, spouse or even your kids so you don't feel like you're getting walked on and taken for granted. Friendship and love, how are your relationships and your friendships? Are you giving them enough time to flourish? Is there something you can change today that could make your relationships stronger and more meaningful? Are you acknowledging people when they do something nice for you or are you taking them for granted? Are you taking out frustrations on loved ones because of your hang-ups and your problems? Needs of the Spirit Growth, we need growth in our relationships with others and growth in our abilities at work. If we don't keep growing, we stagnate. We die on the vine. It's important that we keep improving throughout our lives if we want that feeling of fulfillment. Contribute beyond ourselves, for some people, this might mean philanthropy, for others it might be passing on knowledge, skills, ideas or history. This last need of the spirit allows us to build something bigger than ourselves. Something worthwhile that will outlive us. For some, this might be the satisfaction of selflessly helping others in need. For others, Fulfilling this need might be about building a legacy. If you are personally struggling with motivation, take the time to regularly self-assess and address all of the needs of the self. This will help form the foundation that you will build the needs of the spirit on. When all of these basic needs of the self have been addressed, we can concentrate more fully on the needs of the spirit. If you are managing someone who seems to be struggling with motivation, consider how you might contribute to fulfilling your colleagues' needs. Alternatively, Analyze the environment you've created in the office. If you think you might be unintentionally undermining someone's needs, start looking for ways to change your operating procedures, improve the attitude of team members, and build a sense of inclusion and team spirit. Don't rush the process. You might be tempted to nominate someone for a training program, or throw them into a new project. However, if someone is struggling personally at home or at work, it is highly unlikely adding stress will improve motivation. Please remember, needs of the self are the foundations for growth and contribution. What triggers positive feelings like excitement and fulfillment in the workplace? How can you apply Tony's concepts into concrete steps moving you toward a better working future? From a personal point of view, we need consistency in our lives. So for the vast majority of us, 
that means we can't just quit a job because it's boring. If we're looking for more respect or authority or approval at work, that means working through boredom. Even if we want a new job or we want to start a new business this likely means, at least from a psychological perspective, it is probably in our best interest to bide our time until we maneuver ourselves into a better position. Alternatively, if we are in a leadership position, it's important your people know their jobs are safe. Threats, hostile takeover bids, or even a lack of transparency will quickly undercut their need for consistency. From a personal point of view, to make things more interesting, we need a little inconsistency and variety in our lives. Sitting down at night and planning your career strategy will help get you to start thinking more positively. Trying new ideas and strategies out, both inside and outside of work, will help shake things up and motivate you to experiment with new ideas. From a leadership point of view, this means offering a little freedom to staff. Avoid the temptation to micromanage. Look for ways to keep things fresh and help keep staff thinking about long-term personal and professional goals at review time. Significance, connection, growth, and contribution, we can get all of these things outside of our work. Raising children, making new friends and maintaining current relationships, study or planning, philanthropy or volunteering all help fulfill needs. However, you can also start fulfilling the same needs through work. At work, you can request to work on a new, personally challenging project. You can work with new people cross-functionally or outside of your organization. When you feel you're ready, you can take internal training, a master's degree or participate in a mentorship program. Significance is where great leaders can make the most impact. Start with being present and listening to staff. It sounds simple, but in today's busy work environments, it's so easy to look like you don't have the time to listen or you don't care. Stop typing or reading email. Look at the person talking to you, and listen carefully. Connection is also critical. If team members don't feel like their ideas are valued or aren't being listened to, it's impossible to establish trust. If your team is strong and working well together, start looking for opportunities to help your colleagues stretch, learn new skills, and try new things. If your self-confident and motivated team members end up waiting too long for opportunities, they will start looking outside of your organization to develop their professional skills. Finally, if team members are forced to execute your instructions rather than contribute their own ideas to a group-developed plan, don't expect your people to be enthusiastic and as passionate as you are. You don't have to have all the answers. Giving people you manage the time, the freedom, and the tools to help build and manage projects won't just take work off your schedule, it will strengthen your team. How can you encourage your people to consistently think in a more positive way? It's time for you to start thinking about transforming your work environment into a place where your people can start fulfilling needs of the self and needs of the spirit while planning and achieving steps toward career transformation. By giving people time to figure out their own roadmap for personal growth, professional growth and contribution, you'll be creating a motivation ladder. As your team climbs each rung of their motivation ladder, fear and uncertainty will transform into confidence. Disillusionment and aimlessness will convert into passion, purpose, and fulfillment. Don't forget, this isn't a one-off process. Consistency is the key. Things change in life and we all make mistakes that force us to make adjustments. Consistency and regular reassessment will help your team to stay focused, motivated and moving forward. Whenever you feel something isn't quite right, sit down and go back through each step and reassess where your team members are. Make adjustments to your plan as necessary and keep striving for a more conservative working environment.
Six Steps to Better Understand the Needs of the People You Lead If someone on your team seems a little stuck, open a conversation by asking, what changes would you like to see in our working environment that might make your job easier? Next, help people find their why by asking open-ended questions like, who would you like to be like? Or what is your personal mission statement? Or something more direct like what motivates you to do what are you doing? Whatever it is they are doing, positive or negative. For more confident and motivated team members, ask them to take some time to carefully review their professional situation. Ask them to consider what they would like their life to look like in five years. If a colleague expresses doubt about achieving a dream they have set, help them set milestones and offer resources where possible. Write answers down. Writing down the goals of your team members demonstrates you are present and listening carefully. Also, studies clearly show written goals have a much higher success rate. Follow up informally to demonstrate you value your colleague and of course follow up in regular review meetings to help measure progress. The root cause of employee demotivation. What is killing productivity and making people suffer at work? Link.medium.com If you enjoyed this article, please check out my profile for more articles on leadership. I'm Edward Alexander Iftidi, founder of Edward Alexander Consulting and author of Surviving Work. www.businesscommunicationcoaching.com